0: Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast chatting about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week we're at Disney World talking about the Beach Club Resort. It's a deluxe level hotel in a great location walking distance to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'm Amanda. And I'm Martin and before we start talking this week about
1: all things happening over in Orlando at Beach Club uh, I wanted to mention the UK staycation cruises that Disney are going to be putting on sale very very soon the Disney Magic at Sea. So these are going to be 2, 3 and a few four night sailings going from Liverpool, Southampton, london tilbury and newcastle and these are going to be on board the disney magic ship all the dates are on our website and hopefully we're going to get some more information about prices vaccine requirements and uh, things like that before uh, it all goes on sale now they go on sale to the general public on the 30th of april And Castaway Club members and DVC members can book up to two days beforehand. So if you get in touch with us and we'll be able to help you uh, book your UK Staycation Disney at Sea cruise. Now, we've already had quite a lot of interest, haven't we, Amanda, for all these cruises? Yeah, we
0: certainly have. I think everything's uh, gone gone wild as soon as Disney announced those. uh, After a few little false starts, we've got all the the dates confirmed now. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get booked on one. I'm so excited.
1: Yes, I think there's a lot, a lot of people who have had their trips to Orlando or the cruise or Disneyland Paris been cancelled over the last years and they're just desperate for a bit of a fix of Disney magic.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've all missed our Disney fix, haven't we? So it will be great to get on the Disney magic and a bit closer to home uh, too. I mean, I've been on a few Disney cruises and they are really very, very special. So even just for a few days, it will be amazing.
1: Yeah, it'd be great to get away and have a little bit of Disney magic, and and it is going to be a bit different to what we're kind of used to on a Disney cruise, and we don't really have all the details yet, but we know it's going to be modified, but we still are desperate to get on and have a bit of Disney magic, aren't we?
0: Yeah, and I think with all the talk of um, these Disney staycation cruises, it's definitely increased the interest level in Disney cruise generally, hasn't it? So trips that we're arranging to people for Orlando, we know people have been inquiring about adding on a short cruise to to that holiday as well. So if you are interested in doing that or you just want more general information about Disney cruises, then yeah, get in touch
1: usually it's twin centers it's universal and disney but now with people getting interested in the cruises they're looking at doing a triple centers so you know staying on site at disney staying on site at universal and having a cruise as well uh, and maybe even a couple of nights staying on the space coast uh, if they're going from port canaveral especially after we spoke to peter a couple of weeks ago that's also increased a lot of interest of people who just want to stay for a couple of nights there maybe go to the space center all the other cool things there as opposed to just get off the ship and head straight to the airport
0: yeah and i think those those three center holidays it might sound like a bit of a faff in that you're moving around but i think i mean i've done that a few times where i've done yeah disney a disney cruise and then back to universal and it just makes your holiday feel so much longer because you've got all these indi- you have a little holiday from your holiday and it sort of gives you a little refresh before you're back to the theme parks. So, that yeah it's an amazing holiday
1: yeah it does help to break it up a little bit as well and sort of almost compartmentalize the the holiday you've got so okay right this is my these these are my days at universal these are my days at disney these are my days at the cruise ship and it's not you know sometimes when you're staying especially if you're staying off site you sometimes just wake up and um you think well Which park should we go to today? It's a bit sort of free-flowing, whereas this does really help to kind of go, right, this is what we are doing on these days. And you're a bit like me, aren't you, Amanda? You like to have a bit of a plan as to what you're doing
0: when when you're away. Oh, I am a super uber planner. And I I think with this kind of holiday, you've got to be, especially now you've got to book your park days in advance, you know, before booking your dining reservations way in advance and fast passes and things. So yeah, it it isn't really the sort of holiday you can just uh, rock up to, is it? So and the planning, I think that's all part of the fun. I I, I like all the build up and having months and months to plan things and rejig them. So yeah, it is a planner's dream yeah well speaking about planning i think
1: beach club is one of those hotels that a lot of people sort of aspire to stay to uh and you can really plan a fantastic holiday around staying at beach club because it is so close to to Well, probably the two parks that I could go to the most. So it is right next door to Epcot. It's up by the International Gateway. And you can either walk or you can take the Skyliner or a boat to get to Disney Hollywood Studios. And these are the two parks I probably visit the most whilst I'm there. So for me, it's in a fantastic location.
0: Yeah, I mean, the highlight of of Disney's Beach Club Resort is its location. I mean, at Disney World, we talked about before, it's huge. It's not like Disneyland Paris, where you can pretty much walk everywhere. It's unusual to be walking distance to one of the parks, let alone uh, two, as you've got here. So really easy walking distance to Epcot, a little bit further um, along to studios. But there is the boat, or as you said, if you walk back to um, Epcot, you can get the Skyliner too. And in a beautiful location as well, right on Crescent Lake, linked up to the Yacht Club. People often talk about uh, Disney's Beach and Yacht Club. They are two separate hotels, but they share a lot of the facilities. And then just opposite, you've got Disney's Boardwalk, which is a really fun place in the evening. Yes. So I think location is uh, the number one thing about Beach Club.
1: Yeah, once you're staying here, uh, if the parks, for example, Epcot's closing at nine o'clock, you've got a wide range of choice of places to go and eat. Of course, you can always go and eat in Epcot before the park closes, but you've got those free hotels and you've got the Boardwalk area that you can go and eat in as well. So you can't spoil for choice, really, aren't you, as to where you want to go and eat? And
0: It's worth saying with the beach club, the hotel side of it is is still closed at the moment scheduled to open end of May, and you can book it now right through to the end of of next year. There are two parts to the hotel. If you've ever walked past it, you'll notice there's the kind of really lovely blue colour. It's like the whole hotel has a New England beach theme. So you've got the blue colour. That's the hotel part of it, the hotel rooms. And then there's also a very nice mint green colour. They're the, the buildings that are closest to Epcot. And they are the Disney Vacation Club rooms. So there's a really nice selection of different sorts of room types. So you've got your standard hotel rooms with various views, and then you have got the and um, the villas as well. You can book and and pay to stay in the villas, but there's a, a really limited availability. I was a struggle. If you want to go and spend fourteen nights in a villa at the Beach Club, if you're not a Disney Vacation Club member, then you're you're really really going to struggle to get availability there. I think. So just looking at the the hotel part of it, nice. Large rooms there. We talk often, don't we, about there's a real lack of um, accommodation for large families at Disney. But these rooms, yeah, they sleep five people. Yay! So if you've got a big family, this is a great location for you. Most of the rooms have two queen beds and then they also have a day bed, which turns into a single bed for the fifth person.
1: Yeah, so you've got that bit of extra space, which is fantastic. It's most rooms at Disney are unfortunately geared up to families of four, and I'm from a family of five, so we would have struggled. to stay on site in Orlando but it is great to have that kind of extra little bit of space it saves you having to get two rooms it's probably better value or cheaper to get one of these rooms here than it is for example to get two rooms in a moderate so it means you can kind of get a better location a better hotel but you're just going to be in one room as opposed to being in two
0: yeah and the rooms here are a bit larger that you're going to find at the moderates and the decor's a bit more upscale and as you say you've got that amazing location as well Some of the rooms have got balconies and but but not that many of them so if people do really really want a balcony I'd probably go and stay next door at the Yacht Club because yeah an awful lot more rooms there do have the balconies.
1: Yeah it just depends on what's kind of important to you how much time you think you're going to be spending in the room and if you need to have a balcony or not but it's quite a nice place to when you wake up to sit down and have a coffee because you've got the coffee machines in the room to sit down and have a coffee and what's the world go by as the people of everyone else in the in the families getting ready for for a day out in the parks
0: Yeah, the room I had there, I was lucky enough to have a balcony Uh, and had a lovely view across Crescent Lake was a a really, really lovely room. You can um, pay a premium to have one of those pool or lagoon views or else the standard rooms. They call them like a woods view, but so you're going to see some kind of foliage, maybe a little bit of car park. So if a a nice view is important to you and it is a lovely view across the lagoon, then I definitely would upgrade and go to one of those um, water view rooms.
1: Yeah, it's not that much more as well in comparison to how much you're paying for the room to start with. It's not that much more to have that extra view. And I think if you're the kind of person who wants to stay at somewhere like Beach Club and stay in Deluxe Hotel, yeah, splash out a little bit more and have that extra nice view
0: and this hotel like most of the deluxes or like all of the deluxes has got club level concierge level rooms uh, so again if you want to push the boat out that little bit more and get a club level room and then you get access to stone harbour that's the the club lounge um located on the fifth floor and this they have complimentary food and drinks during the day nice to be able to just hang out yeah get some snacks and then also help you with sort of concierge service like planning helping you make dining reservations that sort of things so, yeah it is it's is a nice little extra to have that
1: because of the location of the hotel being so close to epcot it means that you can pop back in the afternoon and go and grab some snacks and some drinks whereas if you're staying at um, one of the hotels which is further away from the theme parks it's quite hard and it's quite a bit of a trek to then get back to the hotel to then go and just to go and grab some snacks it's probably not worth it sort of time wise whereas being so close here when you're at epcot or hollywood studios you can just pop back to
0: yeah it's perfect for taking an afternoon break and of course what are you going to do when you come back from the the parks and have your afternoon break you're going to go and enjoy the most amazing pool on disney property so storm along bay i think is most people's opinion is the the best pool in a disney hotel it's even got a lazy river it's a lot of it it's got sand bottom it's got a beach area it's got the most amazing slide off the pirate ship if you've ever walked around Crescent Lake, you'll have seen the pirate ship and the slide and maybe peeked in enviously at this amazing pool. It is, it's is—it's a really great pool for families.
1: Yeah, really fun pool. As you said, it's probably the most popular pool. It's probably the one that everyone wants to go to while staying at Disney. And I believe they do check as well to make sure that you are, guest, staying at this particular hotel. So yeah, you can't absolutely. just sneak in. No, no, no sneaking in.
0: Success. I mean, no. <laughs> um, pool hopping isn't really allowed at disney there are some exceptions so some people are able to pool hop but this pool is an absolute no no you have got to be staying here to be able to enjoy it so it shares it with the yacht club so it's those who two hotels that are using this pool but say you were staying just over the lake at the boardwalk you can't then come across and use storm along bay they do check they'll come round. you're meant to use your key card to be able to get in to all of the pools or most of the pools at disney but no sneaking you met for your friends in because they will periodically come around and ask to see your magic band or your room key to double check it's just a managed capacity as well because it is so popular it just would be far too busy if they were letting other people in
1: because you're so close to epcot and to hollywood studios you can just pop back in an afternoon and think well give my feet a bit of a, a bit of a break and go and Cool off, especially if you're going in the sort of summer months where it's really, really hot and humid in Orlando. If you're going to go to go and watch one of the nighttime shows at either of those two parks, just come back, but have a dip in the pool. And if you are staying in the concierge level, then you can do both you can go and get your snack, and you can also go and uh, go in
0: the swimming pool as well. And there is a second pool, a quiet pool that's over by the DBC Villas, that's just a standard pool really lovely though I have to say I did tend to use this one more than Stormalong Bay because although Stormalong Bay is amazing if you just want to have a quiet time sit by the pool dip in and out this is the one for you I think at one stage we were the only people in there and we weren't there at a particularly off peak time I mean it's just most people do tend to go to Stormalong Bay so if you want a quieter pool then there is that for you as well yeah, you're you're the
1: exception to the rule. You, you, but then you've got the entire swimming pool to yourself, which is also really nice as well, isn't it? But it is a bit more of a swimming pool as opposed to, if you've got little kids, then there's no way you're going to be going to the quiet pool. You're going to, to the big pool. If yeah. you're a couple of adults or the kids are a bit older and all they want to do is sort of just chill out and relax, then actually, yeah, it might be nice to go by the quiet pool as opposed to going to the busy popular one.
0: I think I was just sort of lying there by the pool after I'd been in for a lovely dip. There's just myself and my daughter there. And I was thinking, Epcot is just five, 10 minutes away, you know, that quite busy theme park. And here we are, just I say, an oasis of calm, beautiful day. Yeah, just, you know, you kind of have like little pictures in your memory of a, a really perfect time. That, that definitely was one of those. And, and on a more mundane matter, there is the laundry there as well. So you can just go and put your washing <laughs> in and then just slide by the pool, you know, do two things at once. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's It's a a really, really lovely pool there. So let's talk about
1: dining. Amanda, which restaurants have you dined at at Beach Club?
0: And so there's the Cape May Cafe. I've done the character breakfast there. That's really fun. Pretty standard Disney buffet breakfast stuff, but it is a character meal. So you've got goofy in all his kind of beach wear and then friends so yeah it's a really really fun breakfast and then in the evening they do the seafood dinner buffet no characters there but an amazing choice of um, seafood on on offer so see and other things too so if seafood isn't your thing then there's lots of choice as well but if you do like your seafood then that's a, a really good option
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people put off thinking it's just seafood in this restaurant. But you do have, I mean, I don't particularly like seafood, but there are a lot of other choices. You can go there as a non-seafood eater like me and still have a fantastic buffet.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've got your peel and eat shrimp, you've got crab legs, but then, yeah, you've got chicken, salads, ribs, all that sort of thing, and then all your usual children's offerings, the chicken nuggets, mac and cheese as well. My favourite. (laughs) <laughs> I know you do like the children's area uh, of a buffet. I know that.
1: When, whenever I go to the buffets at Disney, you know, I, d- I do go and eat all the adult kind of stuff. But then I always look over at the kids stuff and I go, "Oh, that looks really nice actually." Yeah, try, it try that, a bit of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, kids kids food is more designed for flavor than i think sort of adult food you know because to get kids to eat anything it has to be full of flavor so i was thinking actually they've probably got some really nice stuff i'm gonna go and see what they've got
0: yeah and sometimes yeah sometimes it's a bit plainer as well and if you fancy something a little bit plain then uh, that can be a good choice but that's the thing with buffets you can just have a little bit of what you want can't you mix it all up yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. Have you uh,
0: gone to Beaches and Cream before? I have been to Beaches and Cream many times. That is one of our favorites. It's uh, just outside um by the pool. It's a very small restaurant. It- it's really good fun. The food is great. Not a huge menu, so you've got burgers, sandwiches, and um, but it's most famous for all its ice cream and its sundays. Have you heard of the Kitchen Sink?
1: yes 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 i've seen this many many a time before now i get this thing well if i have ice cream i start coughing so i don't tend to eat this huge amount of ice cream i really like ice cream but if i ate that amount of ice cream i'd be coughing for the entire day and especially uh, at the moment no one wants to see anyone coughing even if it's for different kind of reasons so i haven't actually been there but it is something that i really want to go and do
0: it is it's really lovely we always try and get that on our list whether we're staying at the beach club or, or not. I haven't tried the kitchen sink. It is it is literally the kitchen sink. They serve it in a kitchen sink shaped container. They say it serves four people and it's pretty much every single flavour of ice cream and bits of cookie, every single topping. They ring a bell if it comes out. I've been in the restaurant when somebody else has, has ordered it and it is huge how you you would get even four people to finish it i don't know so yeah really don't tackle that if there's just a couple of you going you need a a large group
1: yeah and also probably don't bother having a burger beforehand have this as your meal this is going to be your You're, don't bother having a burger and fries beforehand because you're going to be full up before yeah, there's you no even way. start attempting it. Yeah, no, there's no
0: way no. you could actually eat your meal and then have the kitchen sink afterwards. You just have to have Well,
1: I'm, I'm sure there are people who can do it, but I wouldn't be able to do that. It does look absolutely amazing. And it's something to sort of tick off to kind of say, yeah, I, I've been to Disney, I've done this, I've done that, uh, and I completed the kitchen sink challenge.
0: Yeah, no, it is one of those things you have to tick off. I'm not sure I will be, but uh, yeah, it's, it just looks... It Enormous. I mean, there are standard um, ice creams and sundays as well, if you can't manage that, that are very good too. And yeah, burgers and sandwiches, really, really nice. And you say, don't eat gluten. And you'd think, oh, going somewhere like that, whereas burgers and sandwiches isn't a great choice. But they're, they're very good at adapting things for any um, dietary requirements, allergies, things like that. As I say, it's really small. There's very limited seating inside. There is some outside seating as well. But you do have to make a reservation and you wouldn't think, oh, kind of a tiny little burger restaurant attached to a hotel would be one of those dining reservations you'd have to get onto really early. People think about Cinderella's Royal Table or, you know, other character dining locations that you've got to book straight away. But this is one because there's it's such limited seating you do have to, to get on and, and book as soon as you can
1: yeah I think it, people are going for the kitchen sink challenge I think that's what people are, are thinking or when they're booking it they're thinking they're going to try it and then I think when, when they get there they see the size of it and think oh maybe not I don't, I don't think we can actually finish this so uh, if not you've got um, Hurricane Hannah's Grill which isn't uh, particularly too far away it's a quick service restaurant sort of next to the pool so that's your kind of typical sort of burgers so we, they do have one that's got lobster and shrimp like a, a roll kind of thing which we've had quite a lot of people tell us is really good i mean i don't eat seafood i've had a lot of people tell me it's, it's very tasty
0: yeah so hurricane hannah's is your pool bar has a limited food menu but as you say a few more unusual things all your drinks and things there as well but because this is in the storm along bay pool area you're only going to be able to access this if you're actually staying at the hotel whereas the Beaches and Cream, you can go and eat there whether you're staying at the hotel or... Yeah, I don't think it's
1: somewhere that you'd necessarily go to out of your way if you weren't staying there. But if you're staying there, it's just a handy thing if you're next to the pool and you want to grab some drinks.
0: Oh, yeah, grab something, some lunch, yeah.
1: And um, here in Marketplace also, they do the Disney Rapid Fill uh, refillable mugs, don't they?
0: Yeah, so if you have got one of the refillable mugs, then uh, when you're having a pool day, you can go and get your unlimited... Uh, soft drinks uh, from the refill station um, at Hurricane Hannah's or in the Beach Club Marketplace. And and speaking of that, that, this is the one thing I'm not so keen on at the Beach Club. I like everything else about it, but it, it doesn't have a great quick service restaurant. So the Marketplace is effectively the gift shop and the quick service counter service restaurant. I mean, it's got a reasonable menu. It's got all your normal breakfast items. It has got things like pizzas, salads, pastas that they'll cook for you. And it has got a really large range of grab and go stuff. So loads of big fridges where you can just get sandwiches, pastries, all sorts of things. The downside of it is there isn't really any seating. So there are a few tables outside, I would say maybe 10 tables, and then some more seating outside as well. But it's not like if you use used to one of the moderates that you've got kind of the food court areas or over at the Grand Floridian and you've got the Gasparilla Grill or at the Contemporary, you've got the Contempo. It's not anything like that. It is more you feel like you're walking into a gift shop that's just got some, some, some fridges and, and some food ordering stations. So it's great if you want to get things and um, take them back to your room or you're happy to go and eat them sort of just in the outside area or the few tables that are outside but it's not the the food court or or, or the the counter service restaurant you, you might be used to seeing at some other Disney
1: no but hotel. i suppose you're also so close to epcot with all that wide range of of food options you got there boardwalk as well has got a good sort of choice so maybe it just doesn't need to, to have those kind of things but yeah if you just want to grab a bottle of water or something and head back to the room or head to the theme park then yeah it's kind of It's an essential kind of thing that you're going to have to to have on there. Now, of course, if you're looking to sit down and sort of relax and and chill out, then you've also got uh, Martha's Vineyard Lounge, which has got a full drinks menu. So, got a selection of beers and wines and spirits.
0: Yeah, and they do some food there. They don't do whole meals, but you can get things like a cheese plate or some um, chicken wings, things like that. So if you're having a drink and then you do feel a bit peckish, then you can get a little bit of food to go with your drinks as well. I mean, I think the whole vibe around Beach Club is that it's very relaxed, laid back. I mean, it's a deluxe hotel. I mean, when you walk in, I think the lobby is is beautiful. It's always very nicely decorated um, for the time of year. So you'll see beautiful flowers and Sounds a bit weird, but I think with all the deluxe resorts, they have a very nice smell. (laughs) When you walk in, they do have this kind of uh, beautiful smell. And yeah, just, just very attractive, but not anyway stuffy. It's definitely for families. I think, well, like, like most Disney hotels, it's perfect for all ages. We get lots of couples who stay there because they like the proximity to Epcot and the studios, but it is really great for families because it's got those larger rooms and the amazing pool that we just talked about.
1: Yeah, and if you want to go uh, do a bit of fitness whilst you're there, I mean, you can obviously run around the lake is probably the, kind of, the nicest kind of place to go into but there is a fitness center that's open 24 hours a day they do have attendance there between 6 a.m and 9 p.m and the rest of us find going around the theme parks is enough exercise but if you are that way inclined then there is that you do also have the spa as well so you've got sort of massage and facial sort of body treatments are available as well so if you're having a bit more of a pamper day a bit more of a relaxing day and not hitting the theme parks then it might be quite a nice way to chill out and Max, maybe uh, a foot massage. Or That'd be quite handy, I think, for all those days in the park.
0: Yeah, that does sound very good after a, a long day at the theme parks uh, to come back and, uh, yeah, use the, the spa rather than the fitness centre. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing I really like about there is, um, because it's on the lake, you can rent a boat. They have the the little pedal boats and the sea races so if you want to take those out you can do and this is also the location if you want to do one of the fireworks cruises again we, we don't know exactly how these are going to operate when they have the new nighttime show at Epcot but previously you could pick up one of the pontoon boats there with a driver and they would take you out onto the lake in Epcot to be able to to watch the, the fireworks show which was I, I've done that a couple of times and it's a really really special thing to do I'm sure they will be doing something similar um, with the new nighttime show yeah hopefully when
1: harmonious starts then there's going to be some kind of uh, boat experience that you'll be able to do as well so we're all kind of waiting around to see what's happening with with that when it comes back
0: Uh, one of the really fun things that they they used to run there and hopefully it will be back are the pirate adventures my kids did that when they were little so they would go and get on um, a boat just outside the the beach club you don't go with them they're they're with the disney supervisors and they go on a scavenger hunt but on this boat so it's before the world showcase opens in epcot they they get them all geared up with the little pirates outfits and then they go and do this scavenger hunt great for younger kids so i really hope they bring that back and i would definitely recommend it as a an extra activity i just have to say my husband and i didn't know what to do with, with ourselves so we kind of thought oh this will be great going yeah kids can go and do this they'll have fun for a couple of hours and it was like oh what do we do so you just sat and had a nice drink looking out over Crescent Lake. It was, yeah, they had a good time. Well, that sounds
1: quite time. nice, isn't it? I mean, you could have gone to the spa. You could have gone and got your your massage into your... Uh a facial or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah maybe. I don't know. it was quite that long. It was, it was probably a couple of hours though, but I think they felt very adventurous because they'd gone over to Epcot in this boat and then got to sort of get out and find clues all around the World Showcase and uh, then, then come back uh, and meet us to tell us all about it. Yeah, really good fun.
1: As much as I'm sure you love your kids, it's also, if you're going on a 14-night trip and you are going to be with them almost 24-7, it is kind of quite nice to for someone else to take them for a little bit uh and then you can kind of as you said have a little bit of a break have a bit of a drink or something like that and just chill out and relax knowing full well that the kids are being entertained probably better than if you they were with you uh and they're also safe as well
0: yeah it's just nice to mix it up yeah bit,
1: isn't yeah i they get to meet kids from around the world i'm sure they met lots of american kids as well and make them new friends they did.
0: yeah yeah they did no, they had a really really good time i've got the opposite problem now you know, older teens you're kind of you know desperately wanting them to spend time with you and they're off doing their own thing all the time. <laughs> yeah
1: no, we don't want to go on living with the land we want to go on we want to <laughs> go on the american adventure <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no they almost well my son always wants to do that not okay, so much she my she daughter to test track <laughs> or something else
1: instead. okay yeah a bit yeah, more enough, stuff yeah that's why we don't go together it's because I think we'd spend most of the time going to go and do different things.
0: I know. And I always say to people about oh, going on um, a Disney holiday as a family. It's great because you do actually spend time together. Whereas if you go on a beach sort of holiday, you can more or less guarantee if you've got teenagers. They're just going to plug into their headphones to listen to things. You'll be doing your own stuff. And OK, you might just do dinner in the evening. Whereas on a Disney holiday, you're doing yeah, rides together, shows together. But in actual fact, it depends whether you all like doing the same things because they, I, our family do tend to split off and two will go and do one thing, two will go and do another or the kids will go and do one thing and my husband and I are going to do a, another. So it's it's, it's a very fun holiday, I think, no matter what. Yeah, you get to
1: know it. your family a lot better, I think, when, when you go on a Disney holiday. And
0: I think it's just making making those memories, isn't it? I mean, they just talking about that pirate cruise thing. I'd actually forgotten about it until we just started talking then. And yeah, it's, it's those little memories that you have of happy times together and I think that is a big part of, it's part of a holiday. It's, yeah, rest, relaxation, recharge your batteries, have some fun. Particularly kids, they grow up far too fast, don't they? So looking back um, at those happy times with them, I, I, I really enjoy. Yeah,
1: I think there's not many places in the world that's better at making family memories and going to one of the Disney parks and people a lot of people will say oh are my kids too young to go over and you know your kids better than we do but a lot you know when they if you're taking over younger kids you're making mem- your own memories the kids might not remember it but you're going to remember it and you're going to have the photos to to remember I, it
0: and that's what i say i think sometimes if you do you, know, you you wait too long and and think oh well i want to wait until they really really remember it and so we'll wait until they're maybe 10 12 that kind of age I think you've missed out on some of the things of, you know, when the kids are three and four, meeting the characters is a really big deal, more than the rides. For you to be able to see their faces when they're meeting their their favourite princess or, you know, their their favourite character, you say they may not remember it, but you will. But you'd be surprised. I mean, my daughter, she remembers, she's a bit spooky and she remembers absolutely everything, but, you know, she definitely remembers those holidays we went on when she was very young Part of that is because we've talked about it since or, you know, we've got photographs that we'll look back on. But they they remember a lot more than you, you think. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think they do. And especially nowadays with things like Memory Maker that you're going to get all your Disney digital photos included. You've got those memories. And if you, you do kind of forget that you can just put them on a you know, screen show when you're on your computer or up on the up on your TV nowadays and you can go back.
0: Yeah and I think with social media you get those nice little reminders don't you of this time last year you were doing this which over the past 12 <laughs> months has been quite a so great remember, reminding you of all these uh, holidays you had before but but it, yeah it, it is nice that it's like the you know five years ago here's this picture of you outside the castle or kind of yeah at your your lovely hotel so yeah you're definitely making memories when you're going. definitely and i think
1: staying somewhere like a beach club really enhances the memories because you're just going to remember staying in this amazing hotel that's really close to epcot and to hollywood studios that's got that kind of level of service that you're going to expect from a deluxe disney hotel that's got those extra little touches so i mean you've stayed in a lot of the more of the disney hotels than i have but when you go and even just touch like the bedding it's just the quality of the bedding is some it's just better and much higher than it is at say you know a moderate or a value hotel
0: Although I mean, I always find the beds at, at Disney super comfortable. I never have any problem sleeping, but that might have something to do with walking around the parks <laughs> for you know eight hours a day. That I can't really be able to sleep anywhere, but no, I always find Disney yeah, hotel beds extremely comfortable. But so it's that time of the podcast where we give our top
1: tips. My one as a fan of ice cream, I think is to make sure you try and grab a reservation of Beaches and Cream, especially if you want to try that Kitchen Sink Challenge. These do get booked up really, really quickly. So make sure as soon as it becomes available that you get on there and you're making your reservation to go to Beaches and Cream.
0: Yeah, and I think going to Beaches and Cream, if you're not staying at the Beach Club, it can be a good thing if you're you're switching over between Epcot and the studios, you know, Mm. during the day is, yeah, go via Beach Club, have your lunch, early dinner there, and then on to your second park of the day. It'd give you a nice bit of downtime, safe going back to your hotel to have a nice little rest. Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, you can just grab the boats or you can sort of fly over on the Skyliner if you start off at Hollywood and you're heading over to Epcot to go and watch the, the fireworks or something a bit later. Stop off, make sure you allow a lot of time. But also, Epcot's a great park to go and do afterwards because there's not a huge amount of up and down kind of frilly kind of rides that's going to make you feel a bit sick plus also it's really big you are going to be walking a lot so you, you can at least burn off a partial a uh, little bit uh, of the calories from the kitchen sink that you've you've just indulged in
0: absolutely go and walk off some of those calories. One of my top tips is if you are staying at the Beach Club, is make sure you enjoy all of the resort activities. This is a true resort hotel. You've got that great pool, so make sure you have time to enjoy that. When we have a pool day, explore the boardwalk area, rent a surrey bike. I see people riding those um, around the lake. They're really good fun or take one of the boats out, but definitely build some time into your itinerary to actually enjoy your hotel and then
1: mine is to make use of all the different ways of getting around so you know take those boats to get to to hollywood studios or take the skyliner but also go over to the skyliner to to get over to caribbean beach and maybe go to sebastian's for for dinner one evening
0: well, that's it. We've talked about before, hotel to hotel transportation at Disney can be a bit tricky. But staying here, you've got access to so many places. Go across to the boardwalk, you've got the Yacht Club next door, you've got all of Epcot to enjoy. But also using the Skyliner, you can get over to some of the other hotels to enjoy those too.
1: Yeah, and I think Sebastian's is one of those places that a lot of people really want
0: to go and dine
1: at. But it's just that thing of how do we then get back to our hotel from here if it's
0: sort of 10, 11 o'clock at night? Yeah, no, it's, I've eaten there and it is, it's It's a, a really lovely restaurant. One of my top tips is if you're going at Christmas or at Easter, even if you're not staying at the beach club, you can go and look around. They have amazing decorations for these special occasions. So in much the same way as the Grand Floridian, they have the Easter egg display. So you can go and see those. And at Christmas, they have the gingerbread and chocolate carousel. So this is huge, Not maybe not quite life-size carousel, but... Almost, and and it turns, it moves. It is so beautiful. I really like gingerbread, so moving gingerbread, uh, especially <laughs>
1: at Christmas, is going to be high up. And I think sometimes because you're in Orlando, where it's quite warm and things like that, it's a bit harder to get into the into the Christmassy kind of mood sometimes compared to uh, being in the UK, where it's a bit cold and it's kind of a bit more. Christmas-like, if you like. But going over and going to the Beach Club, where it is really well done at Christmas, it's worth just popping in. You know, it's, if you've been in Epcot or you're heading down to, to Hollywood Studios, you're going to jump onto the kind of, Just pop in for five minutes just to have a little quick wander around.
0: No, it, it is beautiful. The The Christmas decorations they do... I mean, unfortunately... Christmas 2020, they didn't have the carousel just because of the, the restrictions and everything and the, the whole hotel was not open. Uh, but I, I'm sure that will be back in future years because it is such a huge draw. Definitely. So that's all for this week. We really hope you enjoyed the show and hearing all about Disney's Beach Club Resort. Please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes. And if you like the show, it'd be really great if you could leave us a review. If you'd like to find out any more about Fairy Tale Holidays or staying at Disney's Beach Club, then please get in touch, visit our website, that's fairytaleholidays.co.uk. And you can find all the links in the show notes. So thanks for listening and have a magical day.